بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباد الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بل الانسان على نفسه بصيره ولو القى معاذيره فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى انا عند ذن عبدي بي واذا قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ان في الجسد لموضه اذا صلحت صلحت كله واذا فسدت فسدت كله الا وهي القلب الا وهي القلب الا وهي القلب صدق الله العظيم صدق على رسوله الكريم respected elders and brothers it is so important for us to always look into our souls look into our personal selves look into our hearts and ponder in many important factors of our lives meaning my relationship with my allah how sincere am i how true am i how much am i got that closeness with allah taala that attachment to allah taala in whatever i do how much am i with allah taala because this heart of ours basically is the driver in everything of our lives in this world and in akhirat now let me explain with a few examples the effect and the impact of the heart firstly allah taala says balil insanu ala nafsihi basira walo alqa ma'adira it's a very deep point here nay bal insanu ala nafsihi basira everybody knows his soul everybody knows himself even though you can make a thousand excuses you may say like this like this you can think otherwise but within your soul within yourself you know you can make a thousand excuses as an example by why you didn't come for fajr salah no my alarm didn't work but in your heart of heart you know you had no intention of coming for fajr salah So here that heart of ours how important is this heart to be true sincere attached to Allah taala and that relationship and how this relationship can have a positive or a negative impact now there's a few examples I was reading a book about people that come into the fold of islam this lady writes her own story and she says you know i was fed up with everything around me she was a non muslim she says i i was just fed up you know things were not working out happy in her life everything was going haywire saying so that desperation and in that depression 
I decided to take a bath and something came in my heart let me wear some decent clothes. They don't wear decent clothes, you know, modest clothes. She said, I wore, you know, what we say, like a caftan covering my whole body. And in that way, I then went down and I kneeled and I prostrated. And I cried and I begged. And I said, Oh my Creator, help me, guide me, show me the right, right path assist me with such sincerity and with such tears she made that thereafter her heart fell light and something inclined her to go to the masjids go to the Muslims and after that Allah opened her entire door complete guidance she got and she said I don't even know Later I realized that the direction in which I prostrated was in the direction of the Qibla. What is this? This is what we realize that that heart was true, that heart was sincere, that heart was looking for help, was looking for assistance. You know, however, whatever. So that heart when that heart is sincere, that heart is true, however, whatever the condition can be, Allah Ta'ala gives assistance. But we have to be sincere, true, open our heart. You know, there's a very interesting incident, I may have mentioned it before also, but I enjoy mentioning it, because it had such an impression on my heart, I'll never ever forget it. I was personally involved in this. Allah shukar, we should do gush in Spingo Beach. There was two families that they had no contact with the masjid, but they were taken as Muslims. One was, they were known like Cape Malays. One was named Musa, one was named Yusuf. Elderly people, but their children used to come to Madrasa. Musa passed away. That time Addington Hospital would only serve whites and coloreds. So we picked his janaza from there, his body from there, we did his janaza, etc. And thereafter this brother, they were poor people. This brother Yusuf moved out of Spingo Beach and he went to Lotus Park. And went to stay in Lotus Park. His wife was a Christian. His Brother-in-law, wife's brother was a pastor. His children, although he gave them Muslim names, were non-Muslims. So when we used to go and visit him, sadly his wife would not allow us to meet him. And like he had no real contact with Muslims or with Islam or anything for that matter, not even Juma. It so happened that his brother Musa's wife, daughter passed away and they knew me, so they phoned me and said, can you make some arrangements? I got the ladies to do the ghusl and we made the janaza. That, alhamdulillah, opened the door for me to go and visit him more easily at his house because, you know, we assisted him. So, alhamdulillah, he took a liking to me that, you know, I had to come and see him, helped him with zakat also. He was in difficulty, etc. 
Then he fell ill and he had cancer of the throat. He told me this is my condition, etc. And thereafter, he told me when I went to Bazdaratim, one of the last occasions, he told me, Mulana, can you take me to RK Khan Hospital tomorrow? I said, no problem. Next morning, I get a message, they said that he'd already been admitted. The ambulance came to pick him up in the night. He was admitted that evening, I went to visit him. When I went to visit him, his entire family, non-Muslims on one side, we were on the other side, three of us. He looks at me. I look at him and I could see like the signs of moth, the asar, you know, the nose slightly bent, the temple goes in. You could see these signs were on him. He had a mask on for breathing. I looked at him, made salam to him, he made salam to me. And I recited the kalema to him, he recited the kalema to me. His entire family of non-Muslims, wife, children, except on the other side of the bed, they said, Dad, look at us. Allahu Akbar. He says, no, my Allah is with me. He's looking at us, not looking at them. I went to see another patient. And I came back to him. This I'll never forget. He took out that mask. He looks at me. It was like as if he's telling me, Molana, you testify for me. You testify for me. I didn't tell him anything. He just recited, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. So basically, like his last words. And then he left this dunya. Whoever's last words and the kalama will enter into Jannat. You know, the way it touched me, the fact that this man had no contact with the masjid. In fact, next day when we went, that, that, after the, basically in the morning we did the janazah, etc., sorting all that out. His wife told me something. She said, this man used to every Thursday give bread to the poor people. And when the ambulance came to pick him up, he said to them, you don't have to pick me up, my Molana will come pick me up. With all that, what you can say, outward bad, we could say he was no contact with the masjid, wife is non-Muslim, etc. But that spark that was in his heart, that attachment with Allah Ta'ala, that some relationship he had with Allah, that, you know, I've never been to... You know, madrasa, I never had an environment. But end of the day, I'm a Muslim. In fact, his sons told me, my father told us, follow my way. Although unfortunately they didn't follow that way. But that spark in his heart was that which came forward at that last hour. Allah made it that we were there. But reminded him and brought him to, you know, be so successful at that last time. It's that heart that has to become such that even it's sincere, when it is true, however, whoever, you don't have to be an alim or whatever it is. It is that closeness that you have with Allah. We can be whoever we are, whatever sinners we are, whatever wrong we are. But when that heart is true, when that heart wants to do something with sincerity and wants to get closer to Allah, I mean, that incident is so famous. When you look at it from this angle of that man himself, he killed 99 people. After killing 99 people, that inner soul 
Mahaka fi sadrik, the words of the hadith, that which bugs the heart, that which troubles the heart, that which makes something, you know, no man, no man, I'm going to die, I'm going to go to Allah. How do I make my matters, amend my relationship with Allah? At that last moment, you know, you say, I killed 99. How can I go to Allah? I want to go to Allah. You know, think about him. He is now depressed. He's, this whole situation, is there success for me? Will Allah accept me? I mean, by the wrong man, that man says there is no tawbah for you. But he felt if there is a total loss. So he killed him also. But again, that heart... This is the point about the heart. The discussion is all about our heart. As I had mentioned the hadith when Nabi Sallallahu said that in the heart, in the body there is a piece of flesh. If that is right, the whole body is right. If that is corrupt, the whole body is corrupt. Allah and that is your heart. This heart of ours, this heart of ours, this man's heart bugged him, troubled him after hundred. I need to put my, my matters right. I need to amend my affairs. And this concern, this worry, this thing drove him to go to another person. That person said, there is Toba. Who can, Allah's doors of Toba are always open. And then he says, go and you go to the people where the pious people and en route he passes away. And how Allah Ta'ala made it such that instead of the angel of azab taking him away, the angel of mercy takes him away. Allah makes the land to which he's going comes closer to show that he's more on that side. It was that heart that was crying. It was that heart that was yearning that I want to amend my relationship with Allah. I want to become true to my Allah. He is struggling, he is trying. Basically you can say a person who had no deen in him, no nothing in him, but that last minute I still want to make my relationship with Allah right. Now this heart, to understand it, you know, again another beautiful example, one of my senior, one of my, my beloved astas, and he was my sheikh also, Hazrat Maulana Abrar Ahmad Sahib, Sayyid Maulana Abrar Ahmad Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali great wali, pious person. And this part of the heart, we realize how serious it is. You know, after he passed away, another senior ustad of mine, Maulana Zulfiqar sahab, rahmatullah alayhi, he's also late, writes about Maulana Abraz sahab, rahmatullah alayhi. He says, one day, we two were having a discussion. And he says, Maulana Abraz sahab was very forceful in putting his views across on a certain issue. And I listened to him attentively, what he's got to say. And after that, after he gave what he had he felt, he says, we departed. Now, Moana Zulfiqar stayed upstairs, Mahabrasab stayed downstairs in one flat. So he said, we departed and we went to our respective homes. And this is now before Zohar Salah, when the Madresa Darulum, you know, we have a, what you call the Qailula rest. So you say each, Mawlana said, Mawzufiqah said that we all went to our places. He says, a short while later, I hear a knock on the door. So I went to the door. So he says, Mawzufiqah, mashallah, great person. He comes to the door of Mawzufiqah, opens, Mawzufiqah opens the door, says, Hazrat, what brings you at this hour? I mean, we just spoke now, you went away, I went away, now suddenly you come to the house, what's the story? He says, no. 
I may have said you something that may have offended you, may have hurt you. I've come here to ask you for mafi. You could do it later. There's no need to do anything like this. He says, no. I don't know whether I lived till then. But the point was, Mahakafi Sadrik, the heart was bugging him. The heart was troubling him. It was causing this, you know, like this whirlwind in him, disturbance in him, trouble in him. I you know, need to make my matters right. And this is the thing that brought him to come up. And this is an, a, a thing that should be in our hearts at all time. Of our example of Mahabrasa, rahmatullahi. We are human beings. We will, err. we will make mistakes. Sometimes we could have just said a bad word or something not right. Or we might have shouted at our spouse, our wives. Or we could have said something bad to our brother or our sister, whoever it can be, your friend, your neighbor, etc. We don't know who, anybody for that matter. Now, immediately, immediately, we should now say, you know, that thing should trouble our heart. Nay, I need to put my matters right. I'm going to go to Allah. This is that heart that is alive. This is that heart that is conscious. And this thing should work across in every angle of our life. You know, there's another very interesting incident of Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Sahib, Nawar Allah Malqadur Rahmatullah the Grand Mufti of India who passed away in South Africa, very, very pious wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is many, many, many years ago. He says, they mentioned that he was, you know, sitting with his students, etc., and murids. When one young girl came, a 10-year, 11-year-old girl came there, say, Hazrat, my mother is sick, I need some money. Maulana took out a 50 rupee, which was a lot of money at that time, and gave it to her. So she went away. So the students and the murids say, Hazrat, she's lying to you. How you can give her that? Small girl coming and telling this and you give it. She's, she's basically doing this to you, you know, taking you, she knows what you are. So Hazrat said, yes, now this is the point. Yes, I know that. But I made this thought in my heart. Shukar alhamdulillah. Allah did not make me like her. Allah Ta'ala saved me from being like her where she came and lied and behaved in this manner, Allah protected me from that. I thanked Allah and I gave that money with this, that Allah shukr, I am not like that. Many a times, Allah save us and we should be thinking like this. It could be that person, you know, you know he's, put it this way, he's a, in inverted commas, we may say that guy that is always pestering me. And he's coming and begging by me and you know he's... One is you know I can get angry with him and I can shout him and say whatever I want to say to him as a beggar. But isn't it, isn't it not a reality that Allah could have made him like me and I like him? That's why we read this dua. Alhamdulillah lazi afani fi ma abdalaak wa faddalani ala kaseer mimman khalaqt. 
We thank Allah, Alhamdulillah, Afani, Allah Ta'ala. Not only when a person is sick or when a person, you see he's injured in a bad condition, you say, Alhamdulillah, Afani, that you have saved me from the condition that you are. And you have given me virtue over many other people. But in this regard also, Allah could have made us like that. We see this in our own families. You have one brother, mashallah, who is a pious person. The other person is like a mastan. You have this here. Allah could have turned it either way. It is in His control. So this point that I should not look down on these people. I must not think that I am better than them. I am nothing. It is only Allah's fazl, Allah's grace, Allah's kindness. But getting back to that point of Hazrat Maulana Mahmud, Mufti Mahmud Sahib's thought in his heart. This thought in his heart. So respected elders and brothers, in regards to this, we are in atikaf. We are in the last 10 days of Ramadan. Even if you're not in atikaf, time to do some soul searching. Look within our hearts and question our hearts and ask ourselves, you know what? How is my relationship with Allah and in all my matters? In every angle of my life I need to see. When it comes to my debts, am I sorted out over there? When it comes to a broken relationship, have I sorted that out there? That is in regards to the hukuk al-ibad. Now in my relationship and how I'm going to talk to my Allah. See, all of us, if we all become that soul, like that woman that was, you know, looking for direction and Allah gave her hidayat. We also, and it is no such thing that it can't happen. It can't happen. Allah can make it happen. It's according to the thoughts that we have for Allah. As I narrated the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu where Rasulullah says, Allah says, "Ana inda zanni abdi bi." I do according to what my servant thinks of me. At this point, another very important angle that I want to bring across. See, we are in these ten days, these very mubarak days. One of the most important factors also to concentrate on is talking to Allah in dua. It's not a two-minute dua, one-minute dua. It's my full feeling. That's why he says when they say, a dua huwa al-ibadah, a dua huwa mukhul ibadah. Dua is actually an, a worship. Dua is the essence of ibadat. Why is it called the essence of ibadat or the brain of ibadat? See, when it comes to salah, we will read what Allah has prescribed for us through our Rasul When it comes to dua, we are expressing our own heart's feelings. We are opening out our heart. Ya Allah, I'm your weak servant. Ya Allah, I don't know what happened to me that my desires got the over above me and I happened to look at this she, this female in a very evil intention. Ya Allah, you make me marvel. You Allah, you protect me from it. It's how you will talk to Allah. Oh Allah, forgive me Allah. I frowned at my mother. Please, I feel ashamed of myself. Allah, don't take me to task. Whatever it is, Ya Allah. He, you know, I remember one person telling me, you know, he gave me this. He told me his own case. He says, Molana, I was in the darkest and the deepest and the deep end of, of overdraft. I was in, I was finished. I, I was in this thing here and I was, I was going doomed. He says, 
I decided, I picked up my hands, I read my namaz and I pleaded to Allah, say, Ya Allah, I make that niyat, I'll never ever go back to meet. Ya Allah, you take me out of all this interest and I make sincere tawbah. This man was talking from the low bottom of his heart with such sincerity. Allah Akbar, Allah Ta'ala took him out. He said, I don't know how it happened, how quickly Allah removed all these this musibah, this calamity upon me. And he says, today I will never ever go with all the enticement from the bank's managers. I will never. Allah has given me so much. All halal now. Simply, he says, it was that heart, how that heart spoke to Allah. Each one of us, you don't have to, even if you speak in whatever language, but express yourself on every issue that you have to Allah. Talk to Allah. Ya Allah, you help me, you guide me. I am in this sin, I am in this wrong, I have got this calamity. Whether it's not one day dua, two day dua, even if it takes months, years, whatever. But remember, Allah is listening to every dua of yours. And Allah loves that. Allah loves that conversation when you have on a one-to-one basis with Allah. You know, really you listen, and, the, and even the waqiyas that you find in the Quran Kareem, where this lady goes and complains to Allah regarding her issue with her husband in the form of divorce, that, you know, he, he said to her that, you know, you like my mother's back and things like that, and this whole issue, Allah mentions this in the 28th part of the Quran Kareem, she now, you know, outwardly said, this is a divorce. And then she went and pleaded to Allah, cried to Allah, spoke to Allah. And Allah revealed ayats of the quran Kareem. Aisha radiallahu anha, when she was implicated, falsely implicated, and accusations made to her, she cried to Allah, I will talk to my Allah. And look at how it was where we see from every side things are, are like closed. But that heart that was attached to Allah with that love of Allah and spoke to Allah knowing Allah is capable of anything and everything. When they made that dua, look at the help of Allah that came. So respected elders and brothers, whether we are in etikaf, whether we are here, but let that heart get close to Allah Ta'ala in the form of we look into our souls, in all our weaknesses, we complain to Allah that these are my weaknesses, these are my problems, these are my issues. You guide me, you assist me, you protect me, you keep me on the straight line, you give me the tawfiq that I become a better Muslim, and even after Ramadan, I keep up all these pious actions that I'm doing now in Ramadan, and even after Ramadan. It is up to us to talk. This is the most important aspect of our lives. You know, we can hear bayan about current affairs, we can hear bayan about everything else, everything else. But remember, you are going in the grave alone. You are going to stand in front of Allah Ta'ala alone. No assist, no help. So at that time, that's why your relationship, our personal relationship with Allah has to come right. And when we will do that, we will see inshallah al-aziz how Allah will grab us, guide us and help us. So we all need to talk to Allah Ta'ala completely in every matter of ours. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, inshallah we make dua.
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما اهله يا حي يا قيوم يا حنان يا منان يا بديع السماوات والارض يا مجيب الدعاء المضطر في الظلم يا كاشف الضر والبلاء مع السقم يا غياث عند كل كرب ومجيب عند كل دعوه ومونس عند كل وحشه ومعاذ عند كل شده ورجانا حين تنقض حيله يا ارحم الراحمين يا محب التوابين تب علينا تب علينا تب علينا نستغفر الله ونتوب اليك يا ارحم الراحمين يا ذا الجلال والاكرام يا حنان يا منان وي اسك يو يا الله ترو يا فضل الكرم غايد اس اون ذا ستريت باث يا ذا الجلال والاكرام help us to become your beloved and the beloved of your rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya zal jalal al ikram you know us better than we know ourselves without your tawfiq without your hidayat we cannot do anything ya allah we turn to you and we ask you ya allah we may not even be making a proper effort in the right direction ya allah but there are many a times ya allah when a beggar will come to us he may not even be sincere he may be lying to us but we give him ya allah you are more generous than that you are more loving than us ya azal jalal al ikram we are those ya allah we don't even know how to ask for you from you we don't even have those amal that we can present in front of you that you can use that as an excuse to give us that what we need ya allah we only ask you that through your mercy through your kindness through your greatness through your ya allah fazl and your grace please ya allah give us all that are seated here give us hidayat guide us on the straight path make us from the awliya ikram make us from your beloved give us the beautiful quality of taqwa give us the beautiful quality of tawazu of humility give us ikhlas and sincerity give us good akhlaq and character and give us all husna khatima ya allah and do that for us our children our progeny our family members our ustaz Ya Allah and all those people that were source of our hidayat ya azal jalal al ikram in the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah for you it's nothing ya allah we may be a very small group of here but we ask you on behalf of the sacrifices of your beloved rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the tears of your nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the duas of your rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah assist the ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam throughout the world Ya Allah, we are your weak servant. We cannot take difficulty and hardship. We ask you for ease and afiat in every way of our lives and in our children's life and our family life. In every way, Ya Allah, whether it's regarding, Ya Allah, the conditions that are around us in this country, protect us from all types of calamities and protect us from all types of people that are trying to oppress us and trying to harm us save us from the evil ya azal jalal kam regarding our own selves ya allah we cannot take difficulty we are very weak we we allah whether it's concerning our health keep us in good health as long as we are here we are living make us here well make us see well ya azal jalal kam save us from a bad old age ya allah make our death easy for us 
we all have to meet you, make the best day of our life, the day we have to meet you, help us at the time of Sakarat, Ya Allah, help us at the time of Sakarat, make it easy for us, and make even our stay in the in Barzakh easy for us, Ya Allah, that without we can feeling it, Ya Allah, that we can put us into Jannatul for those, Ya Arhamur Rahimin, we ask you to give us the tawfiq and the hidayat to do those amal that will gain your pleasure and your love. Ya Zaljalakam, we ask you for us and our children and our progeny, help us to stay among the pious. Make us die among the pious. Resurrect us on the day of Qiyamah among the pious. Ya Zaljalakam, make us increase our love for you. And for your Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, make us love every sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Zaljalakam, forgive us for all our shortcomings and mistakes. Ya Allah, whether it is in the form of being involved in interest, whether it is in the form of overdraft, whether it was lies, cheating, backbiting, zina, uh, whatever it was, Ya Allah, make us all make sincere tawbah from you today. We are trying to, Ya Allah, we ask you in this gathering, at this, while we are fasting, in this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Please, Ya Zal Jalal Al-Ikram, give us the tawfiq of all making sincere tawbah from every sin of ours. You know it better than us. Please give us the tawfiq of making tawbah from every sin and give us the tawfiq of rectifying our lives and becoming better Muslim. Ya Zal Jalal Al-Ikram, we ask you and we plead to you. Ya Allah, we are very much concerned of our mothers and sisters. Ya Allah, so many of them have become so shameless. Ya Allah, even in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, they are wearing tight-fitting clothes, revealing the shapes of their bodies. Ya Allah, totally against the commands of Rasulullah totally against what you have placed upon them. Ya Allah, give them the tawfiq of making tawbah. Give them the tawfiq of, of hidayat. Ya Allah, give them the modesty and shame into them. Ya Allah, give our mothers and sisters hidayat. Ya Allah, protect our youth from aping the ways of the Yahud and Nasara. Protect them from following the ways of the Yahud and Nasara. Make us follow the way of Rasulullah make us follow every sunnah of Nabi Ya Allah we have children at home Ya Allah those that are unmarried give them nice pious pious partners nice spouses who don't they can live with happiness from whom we must give them pious children Ya all our sisters that are unmarried need to get married give them pious husbands and all our, our our youth that are boys that are unmarried need to get married give them pious wives who don't they can live with happiness please protect us from being extravagant and wasteful in our wedding then in showing off. Ya Allah, protect our youth from becoming extravagant and showing off. Ya Allah, give them humility. For you, it's nothing. You would afiyat give us humility. Ya Allah, please, Ya Allah, protect the Haramain Sharifain and Aqsa. Ya Allah, protect the Haramain Sharifain and Aqsa. Give the authorities, the Muslim authorities, all over the hidayat. Ya Zal Ikram, Fill our masajid, Ya Allah, make every male come to the masjid and perform his salah five times a day with jamaat and our sisters at home. Make us love the Quran and Kareem, make us respect the Quran and Kareem. Ya Allah, give our khuffaz hidayat that even after Ramadan they must read Quran, they must keep their beards and they must dress up like Muslims even after Ramadan. Protect them from all types of haram and shamelessness. Ya Allah, give, our, give us pure halal sustenance. Give us pure halal sustenance. Save us from all types of haram. Save us from insurance. Save us from all those things that you have prohibited. Ya Zal Ikram, make all those that have got TVs in their homes and all this, get rid of all this and follow the true Islamic way of life. Ya Zal Ikram, 
please through your fazl and karam to the wasila of rasulullah sallallahu to the fact that we are fasting in the mubarak month of ramadan when duas have been accepted allah please accept all our duas with afiyat make our children and our progeny the coolness of our eyes and make us the coolness of our parents eyes ya allah accept all our duas with afiyat allahumma inna nas'aluka min khairin ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyukum muhammadan sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'azaka minhu nabiyyukum muhammadan sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa anta almusta'an wa alaykal balagh wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi alal azim ya arhamar rahimin those that are sick amongst us give them shifa those of our family members that are sick give them shifa give them afiyat ya allah you are the doer shifa is only in your hands the doctors can say what they want to but everything is in your control through your fazl and karam through the mubarak month of ramadan through your qudrat give all those that are sick give them shifa give us shifa and you bless us all to go for hajj with afiyat and for umrah with afiyat and to go to aqsa with afiyat amin allahumma salli ala sayyidina muhammad wa ashabi barik salim bifadli subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wassalamun ala muslimin alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin